They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 19 of Soul Food titled Contentment. In this episode, we're going to talk about witnessing the Creator and creation. We'll talk about contentment as the means for everlasting comfort. And finally, we'll talk about the source of all success. So we're continuing to look at this profound book, Miftahus Sara'ir, by Sheikh Abu Bakr bin Salim. May Allah be well pleased with him. Looking at these really lofty spiritual realities and removing the veils from the heart. And remember, he wrote this book when he was 17 years old. It's quite amazing the knowledge and the openings and the realization that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted him at what is seemingly such a young age. And what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continued to give him as he advanced in years and advanced in greater degrees of knowledge and understanding. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have mercy on him and be well pleased with him. So then the Shaykh tells us in the book the three levels of witnessing. Though really when we talk about the third level, it really isn't witnessing, but he talks about these three degrees. So he says regarding the highest level of witnessing, there are people of realization who become annihilated in the existent, i.e. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, over created existence. So they become absorbed and focused on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala over all of existence. Because whenever this person of realization sees something, he sees Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala before it. Because he subhanahu wa ta'ala was and nothing else was with him. And he is now as he always was. This is a complete servant. This is Al-Abd Al-Kamil, the complete servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is a degree of witnessing Allah before witnessing everything else. That this person witnesses the Creator before witnessing His creation subhanahu wa ta'ala. And a person of this degree is someone who is present physically with his body among other human beings, but his heart is drowning in the divine presence. So this might be a, you know someone who you see around, maybe at the masjid, or even fulfilling human needs like going to the store and buying things and so forth, but their heart is drowning in the divine presence. They are present with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is the state of worshiping Allah as though you see him. And this is ihsan. This is what the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said is ihsan, is spiritual excellence to worship Allah as though you see him. And this is the pinnacle of the religion. Then the second level of witnessing is for one to see the cosmos and to see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in it. In other words, seeing his actions and his attributes in his creation subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that that person continues to elevate in degrees of knowledge and of witnessing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala until 
he reaches that higher level that we first mentioned. And this is for most people who are on the path of nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, those who really want the higher degrees of servitude, of knowledge, of iman, of realizing our closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, our yearning for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is why dhikr, remembrance of Allah, and these acts of worship are so important because they help us ascend in those degrees. And then Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salim, rahimahullah, he says, the lowest level is to be completely veiled. He said, and this is for someone only to witness creation. All they see is the cosmos. They see the created world, the physical world that is available to them. And if you look around us, look at how many intellectuals, scientists, geniuses, they are only at this very superficial level of witnessing. How smart are they really if their inner sight is totally blind? They can empirically explain to you things that are available to them at a very material level. But beyond that, their inner sight is totally blinded. So really, how smart are they that they can just tell you about the lowest world Al-dunya, which is in, in value and in significance, the least of all the worlds that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created. And we're not talking about, you know, different planets. We're talking about unseen realms that then can be experienced in the akhirah and so forth. But if someone is just at this very superficial level, how smart can they really be? And a person at this level, as Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salim, says, who only witnesses the created cosmos, this person is always going through hardship. Why? Because he lives a life that is without Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in it. He doesn't have Allah in his life. So he's veiled, or she's veiled. And the veil, as we mentioned before, is a punishment in and of itself. The author then says, he remains weary, he remains exhausted and tired due to not ascending and witnessing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and through his lack of contentment with Allah's decree and destiny. Whoever is not content with Allah's decree exposes himself to Allah's wrath. And we ask Allah protection from that. And other, you know, looking at people in the world and seeing people who don't believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at all, I always wonder how they can get through life when they don't call upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how can people deal with the difficulties they face that this world has when they've never even performed sujood once in their life or they've never made a dua? And no wonder people are struggling because they don't witness Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in any of this. There's no meaning to their life without Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to spread the lights of guidance and to place blessings in the hearts of our brothers and sisters in humanity who don't have access to the faith, this beautiful and life-giving truth that is Islam. We don't look down on them, but it's something that just amazes me that how can you go through the difficulties of this world if all you believe in is this material dunya without witnessing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then as Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salam gives a beautiful dua. He says, Oh Allah, 
Give us contentment with your decree. Grant us patience with your tribulations. Allow us to be thankful for your blessings and provide us the coolness of your forgiveness and the sweetness of calling upon you intimately. Amin. This brings us to the next point, that contentment is everlasting comfort. It is the means for attaining everlasting comfort when we believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we cleanse our hearts of lowly qualities and adorn our hearts and give life to our hearts with dhikr and acts of worship and we remove these veils, then we taste the sweetness of contentment. The author, he then goes on to say, the one who is content with Allah's decree is always joyful and happy. And the one who dislikes Allah's decree is always worried and sad. And just think about that. The one who does decree is always worried and sad. There are so many people who are plagued with worry and sadness. And if we were able to ascend in the degrees of realization and remove these veils from the heart and really have intimacy in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and in acts of worship and that we attain this contentment with Allah's decree, much of that would be solved. It's not to say that all of it would disappear. Some of it is just the nature of the dunya. But a lot of that would be taken care of in this divine support that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives. And this is something that Sheikh Abu Bakr bin Salam mentions before. Whoever is with Allah is not attached to ease nor tired out by difficulty. Whenever you're with Allah, times of ease and times of difficulty are not that different because you are with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So be with Allah and He will be with you. Sheikh Abu Bakr bin Salam in the book, he uh, mentions a prophetic dua followed by a longer dua and inshallah I'll just read that and we can say ameen. The dua is Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-hammi wal-hazan O Allah, I seek refuge in you from worry and sadness wa min al-ajzi wal-kasal and I seek refuge in you from incapacity and laziness wa a'udhu bika min al-jubni wal-bukhl and I seek refuge in you from cowardice and stinginess and I seek refuge in you from overwhelming debt and from being dominated by people. This is a prophetic dua. Then as Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salim continues and he says, Oh Allah, allow us to not hope in nor fear nor love anyone other than you. Make those who have hope in your mercy, for you do not disappoint those who have hope in you. Make us of those who fear your punishment, stand at your door, and who are continuously joyful and reassured by you. Nourish our souls in the gardens of your intimacy and allow us to witness your beauty and majesty and relieve our hearts of having to plan for our provision through your plan for us. O most generous. This is a beautiful and comprehensive dua. There are so many things that are included in this dua. And as Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salam was known for having his duas answered, even from a very young age. So inshallah, we're included in this dua and we say, Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. And inshallah, we see the impact of this dua in our lives. 
This brings us to the final point, the source of all success. So now, as Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salam is telling us that witnessing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and having contentment in His decree, the summary, the way to achieve that is all found in the following. And he ends this section with uh, this, this point, that the way that we achieve these gifts is through following the sunnah of the Prophet So he says, allow us to live and die upon the sunnah of your beloved, your chosen one and messenger, the seal of the prophets, the quintessence of creation, Muhammad the foremost of the first and last peoples and the leader of the radiant troop This is the key to success. He says, O oh Allah, make us of those who follow his sunnah in word and deed and make us of those who intercede with him to you, O possessor of majesty and generosity, so that you are well pleased with us in such a way after which there is no wrath ever upon us. Grant us the love of him and of his companions and family entirely. This is a beautiful point and a very important point. That love, love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, love of his messenger, love of all of the prophets and messengers, love of the Ahlul Bayt, the Prophet's family, love of his companions, love of righteous people, men and women throughout time, this is something that is the life force of Iman. This is the life, man. It ignites our Iman. And the shaitan, he loves to focus on hatred and he loves to sow discord. So when we commit ourselves to love and we taste the sweetness of love and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to increase us in love, that is what helps us reach the highest degrees of nearness and the highest degrees of of proximity to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when we have love, then all difficulties in the spiritual path become easy. When we have love, it helps us follow his sunnah and have reverence for his sunnah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Oftentimes people talk about it in a way where it's just something that you must do. And they talk about it as if they want to force people to follow the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When you have love and you know why you're following the sunnah, it becomes easy. And then he ends this section with the verse of the Qur'an. إِنَّ اللَّهَ وَمَلَائِكَتَهُ يُصَلُّونَ عَلَى النَّبِيِّ يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا صَلُّوا عَلَيْهِ وَسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا Allah and His angels bless the Prophet. O believers, bless him too. And salute him with worthy greetings of peace. Allahumma salli wa sallim wa barak wa karim ala Sayyidina Muhammad. So then this brings us finally to the call to action. One of the necessary ways to attain contentment, the path to reach this goal of contentment with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's decree is through regular routines of dhikr, is having regular awrad, what is called in Arabic a wird a regular routine of dhikr. So inshallah, in the show notes, we'll have one of the most comprehensive adhkar of the morning and evening called Wird al-Latif, which is compiled by Imam al-Haddad. And when a person regularly recites this, inshallah, it helps them 
draw closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and attain these fruits. And included in Wird al-Latif is the dua that we made previously, seeking refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from worry and sadness, which helps us achieve and be granted contentment. And this should be recited every morning and evening, and at the very least, commit to reciting it every day after Fajr. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq, and that He grants us His contentment, and He makes us of those who are well pleased with Him, and whom He is well pleased with subhanahu wa ta'ala, and that Allah grants us the highest levels of love and nearness. Wasallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm or search for Soul Food in your favorite podcast player. And while you're there, take a minute to leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.